Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. Spring officially arrived over the weekend, and that means the start of Major League Baseball can't be far away. A preview of the season is this week's cover story in Sports Business Journal, so make sure you check that out. But it also means the NFL draft is on the horizon, and we have some news about that on this morning's Buzzcast. Good morning. It's Monday, March 22nd. I'm David Albright. Hope you all had a great weekend and your NCAA tournament brackets aren't too busted. Speaking of March Madness, there will be eight more games scheduled on the men's side today, starting with Oregon and Iowa tipping off just after 12 noon Eastern and continuing all the way to tonight's final game between USC and Kansas, which should end around midnight and complete the field for the Sweet 16. On the women's side, there will be 16 games today to finish up the first round but most of the talk out of Texas over the weekend centered on facts of inequalities between the two tournament bubbles in Indianapolis and San Antonio. College officials revealed that players in the women's NCAA tournament were being administered a different, less accurate daily coronavirus test than players in the men's bubble. In addition, there were many complaints of subpar facilities, mostly focused on weight rooms and workout areas, as well as problems with meals and player gifts. Some of the issues have been addressed, but this is a story worth keeping a close eye on as the tournament continues. It looks like the NFL draft will mostly return to its pre-pandemic form on the lakefront in Cleveland next month, with the draft taking place from April 29th to May 1st. Our Ben Fisher is reporting that would include prospects being invited to appear in person, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell announcing picks from a stage, and a large draft experience with brand displays, musical performances, and other fan attractions. Mask wearing, social distancing, and capacity limits will be enforced, and one key element will remain remote. The 32 NFL teams will make their picks entirely from local draft rooms. The major unknown so far is what the legal capacity will be. Talks with Ohio and Cleveland political authorities are set to take place in the coming weeks as the pandemic picture clarifies. However, officials are confident many thousands will be allowed into the open-air venues around the draft site. The general public, including those not vaccinated, will be allowed into the draft experience set for First Energy Stadium and the broad plaza between the stadium, the Great Lakes Science Center, and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. All of those are located just north of downtown Cleveland. Fans seeking entrance must download the NFL One Pass app, which includes a mandatory COVID health survey. Serena Williams is withdrawing from the Miami Open following oral surgery. The tournament's main draw gets underway tomorrow. Williams is the fourth headliner to pull out, following Roger Federer, Rafael Nadal, and Novak Djokovic. Federer and Nadal are injured, while Djokovic is citing COVID-19 restrictions. Blue Jays president Mark Shapiro remains optimistic that there will be home games in Toronto at some point during the 2021 season. Toronto's home opener is scheduled for April 8th, At their spring training home in Dunedin, Florida, the Blue Jays haven't played a home game in the Rogers Center since September 29, 2019. In an interview with the Toronto Sun, Shapiro said he expects the Jays to go through a Dunedin-Buffalo-Toronto shuttle 
before the 162-game season is complete, but he does see the downtown dome as the club's ultimate destination before the season is over. Elsewhere in Canada, the Vancouver Canucks have brought up the topic with local health officials about allowing a limited number of fans for home games. However, nothing is imminent. There are also reports the Montreal Canadiens have pitched a plan to the Quebec health officials to allow between 2,000 and 4,000 fans for games before the end of this season. Earlier this month, the Edmonton Oilers pitched a plan to the Alberta government to allow fans into Rogers Place, while the Ottawa Senators and Toronto Maple Leafs recently met with the Ontario government to discuss getting fans back in the stands. In Olympics news, spectators from abroad will be barred from the Tokyo Games when they open in July. The move, announced by the IOC and local organizers over the weekend, had been expected and rumored for several months. Officials said the risk was too great to admit ticket holders from overseas during a pandemic. About 600,000 tickets are reported to have been sold to fans from outside Japan. Organizers have promised refunds, but this will be determined by so-called authorized ticket resellers that handle sales outside Japan. These dealers often charge fees of up to 20% above ticket prices, It is not clear if those fees will be refunded. And that's your SBJ Morning Buzzcast for March 22nd. I hope everybody has a great Monday, and we'll see you back here tomorrow morning. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.